Clinical Issues by Mary J. Ogg Fall Risk Assessments Question. Is it necessary to perform a fall risk assessment on surgical patients? Answer. The new AORN, Guideline for Safe Patient Handling and Movement, recommends that the perioperative RN evaluate the patient's risk for falling during his or her preoperative assessment as part of a healthcare organization's fall reduction program. A fall risk assessment is an evaluation to identify the patient's personal and environmental risks for falling, which is an important step in preventing patient falls. If the patient has been admitted before surgery, the fall risk assessment should already be part of the patient's medical record and available for review by the perioperative team. The perioperative team should develop an individualized plan of care for the patient based on the fall risk assessment. In a systematic review of 14 studies, Cho and others analyzed the effectiveness of multifaceted interventions to prevent falls in adult hospital inpatient populations. The researchers found that the most frequently implemented approach to fall prevention was evaluation of the patient's risk for falling and, when possible, modifying fall risk factors. They also found that nurses' clinical assessments are a significant and clinically meaningful predictor of the patient's risk for falling and a means to reduce hospital inpatient falls. Perioperative patient falls can occur in all areas of the perioperative suite, in both ambulatory and hospital settings. Preoperative medications, anesthetic agents, lack of familiarity with the environment in which the care is provided, sensory or perceptual deficits related to the removal of hearing aids or glasses, and the use of elevated stretchers and OR beds may place the patient at an increased risk for a fall. An unsteady older adult patient may fall in the preoperative area when trying to go to the bathroom unassisted. An unsecured and unattended patient may fall off a fracture table during an emergence from anesthesia. Perioperative patients may be at risk for falling when they are transferred to and from the stretcher or wheelchair, they are transferred to and from the OR bed, their extremities are lifted, held, or maneuvered into position, they are positioned or repositioned on the OR bed or specialty bed, for example, fracture table, spinal table, they are placed into or removed from positioning devices, for example, stirrups or the position of the OR bed is changed, for example, supine to Trendelenburg. In the post-anesthesia care unit, PACU, a patient may fall while trying to move from the stretcher to a wheelchair for discharge. Injuries from falls can result in pain, soft tissue injury, swelling, ecchymosis, lacerations, fractures, head injury, functional impairment, disability, or death. The physical consequences of a fall may contribute to an increased length of hospital stay, a need for rehabilitation, and increased health care costs. Patients who have fallen also may experience emotional consequences, such as anxiety, depression, or a fear of falling again. Perioperative team members caring for patients who have fallen also may experience anxiety and guilt. In addition to the physical and emotional consequences of a patient fall, there are financial consequences as well. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services considers a serious injury resulting from a fall to be a never event and no longer reimburses hospitals for the additional costs incurred from preventable complications of falls and fall-related injuries 
that occurred during a hospital admission. Although there is no specific fall risk assessment for the perioperative environment, the following items are risk factors identified in multiple studies related to hospital falls in general. The preoperative fall risk evaluation should include an assessment of the patients, age, history of previous falls, medication use, for example, preoperative sedatives, level of consciousness, for example, alert, lethargic, ability to follow directions, for example, cognitive impairment, language barrier, sensory impairments, for example, vision hearing, physical limitations, for example, spinal deformities, level of coordination or balance, ability to move independently, for example, limb weakness, amount of assistance required, toileting needs, for example, incontinence, frequency, need for assistance, and presence of external devices, for example, catheters, drains. The Best Practices Guideline from the American College of Surgeons National Surgical Quality Improvement Program and the American Geriatric Society includes the Morse Fall Scale. The Morse Fall Scale is based on six items, with each item receiving points based on the patient's assessment. Point scores range from 0 to 125, that is, low risk, less than 25, moderate risk, 25 to 45, high risk, greater than 45. The assessment items include history of falling, secondary diagnosis, ambulatory aid, for example, cane walker, presence of IV therapy or heparin lock, gait, for example, normal, weak, impaired, and mental status, for example, oriented, forgets limitations. Church and others conducted a retrospective study to describe the characteristics, risk factors, and outcomes for postoperative falls of patients who were admitted to the hospital for more than 23 hours after surgery. Patients who fell within 30 days of their surgery were considered to have experienced a postoperative fall. Researchers categorized the falls as either patient-related or environment-related. Patient-related causes included the presence of delirium, disability, weakness, dizziness, loss of balance, and falls that occurred during patient transfer or patients rolling out of bed. Environment-related causes included slipping on wet or soiled floors, tripping on medical tubing, and malfunctioning assistive devices. Preoperative factors significantly associated with falls included advanced age, 64.2 plus or minus 10.9 years, functional dependence, an American Society of Anesthesiologists physical status classification of three or greater, albumin level, 3.3 plus or minus 0.9 grams per deciliter, hematocrit, 3.89% plus or minus 7.3%, and the need for emergency surgery. Intraoperative factors associated with falls included longer surgery, 183 plus or minus 146 minutes, and increased blood transfusion requirements. The authors concluded that postoperative falls can lead to significant morbidity. Recognizing fall risk factors can help in the design of a postoperative fall prevention program 
by identifying patients at the highest risk for a postoperative fall. In addition to performing a preoperative patient fall risk assessment, it is important for perioperative RNs to assess the perioperative environment for fall risks, update the perioperative team's knowledge regarding the risks for patient falls, and implement preventative strategies to reduce the risk for patient falls. The Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality has outlined universal fall precautions in their Preventing Falls in Hospitals Toolkit. The precautions are universal because they apply to any patient regardless of his or her fall risk. The precautions that may be adaptable to the perioperative environment are familiarizing the patient with the environment, for example, location of restrooms, demonstrating the nurse call system and keeping it within the patient's reach, installing sturdy handrails in the patient restrooms and hallways, placing the OR stretcher or patient bed in its lowest position, locking the brakes on the OR stretcher or patient bed, providing the patient with non-slip footwear, keeping floors clean and dry, cleaning up spills promptly, and decluttering patient care areas.